Hello everybody, I am Miss Venus Muse, most know me as Lahakwe, and this is Conversations with Yourself. Hello everybody once again, I trust that you have been well. If you are hearing me for the very first time, I really hope that this resonates with you and that you become a part of the community. If you are returning, welcome back. At the end of the episode, please don't forget to share, to follow, to leave a rating on your respective platforms. This is a new series, as you can see, that I'm calling Dear Diary. And I'm naming it that simply because sometimes I've got stuff to say that are seemingly not cohesive. And instead of trying to find a title that... I feel would encompass everything that I'm speaking about, I can just call it Dear Diary and have that be okay. The last time I released or published an episode was on the 17th of August. That was a month ago. It's literally been eons. So I have been recording episodes still, not as regularly as I used to, but I just haven't been publishing them because to me they sounded very incohesive um hence i'm deciding to just go on with it and call it dear diary i don't know how long this series will be i don't know if it's even a series the rest of my episodes for this season might just have the dear diary title we don't know we'll see when we get there but yes i think that primarily is due to a lack of inspiration and I don't think I really have the time right now to build up on what I'm saying because in my head this is uh I'm speaking a bit about what I spoke about in my previous episode which I recorded but did not publish so in that um episode I was talking about creativity and how with everybody in society being you know free with their creative energy and just finding many ways to express themselves it just makes it that much harder to see where you fit in you see because I'm the type of person that this might be to a fault I'm still trying to see what that actually means but representation matters for me That's the reason why I lean more towards black female characters in everything that I watch. It feels good to see myself represented. So we all saw that um, the aerial trailer teaser came out. And on Instagram and on... I haven't seen it on YouTube. And on TikTok, I've seen a couple of reactions of the young... Not young. Young woman, yes, definitely for sure but kids as well who just marveled at this black aerial, you know, that for them was representation. And that to me, that kind of validated how I feel about the importance of seeing myself represented in the media, you know, and sometimes it's like, am I trying to see who is like me so I can fit myself into who they are? Or is it merely just a matter of representation? Is is it a matter, actually, also of me 
wanting to see someone similar to me being themselves and having that give me permission to be myself i don't think that's what it is because i am myself anyway it's just a matter of me learning how lehakwe expressed looks like i don't know what that looks like yet you know so with so many people exploring their creative energy it has me not pondering but wondering where i fit in how i show up as my creative self seeing that many of the create many of the things i consider creative don't really inspire me anymore like i used to like writing as i said in my self discovery episode i used to reading i don't think that's a creative activity can be but that was the one of the most creative things that i used to do which i don't i still do but i do it religiously i don't really enjoy it anymore and it's like since i'm disassociating with that creative version of myself who is lahakwe now as a creative being and i don't want to not see myself as a creative being that will be a very daunting experience for me hence i'm really honing in on the question of who is lahakwe creatively i want to see who she is i do not want to look at the media and look at other people existing in their creative energy and have that inform who i should be and that's the one of the dangers of consuming content from people who are creative you know you let and it's not even shade to them you just see the way they do creativity and you start thinking that just because you don't do creativity the way you start thinking subconsciously that you not doing creativity the way they do it means that you aren't as creative as they are and i remember saying that i know for a fact that sometimes creativity has nothing to do with being able to draw being able to sing being able to dance being able to design your own clothing those are active forms of creativity those are creative acts you know someone doing accounting is equally as creative as someone who is doing or who is in the arts you know it's just creativity expressed differently and i don't like that the everyday or average person doesn't really see that as creativity and i do So I'm basically on a mini quest to discover what creativity is for Lehakwe, right? And as someone who is extremely analytical and who learns from observing, I don't think that's the right way to do it. I think more often than not it feels me it it ooh, leaves me feeling. It leaves me feeling uncreative and uninspired you know i think you can draw maybe this what i'm saying has no context let me give it some context right so recently i unfollowed a couple of people on instagram to follow creatives you know i'm one of those people i would have like 300 followers and be following 1000 people and when i look at each and every person's instagram page i see that the people they are following are always less than their actual followers and i don't know if that's an instagram pride ego etiquette thing 
or it's just because they don't want their algorithm or their feed to get messed up. But I have concluded that following too many people messes up your feed. If you unfollow them, you still see their content. And it's like, why am I seeing you? Because I unfollowed you a lifetime ago, you know. Besides that, or anyway, I unfollowed quite a number of people. And I followed people whose creative expression I really enjoyed. So be it music or be it photography, be it food you know people who like um posting recipes and trying new dishes that to me is creativity and each time I go on Instagram I'd watch their stories and watch their reels and sometimes I'd feel uninspired sometimes I'm left with this question you know what is creativity for Lehaku and the fact that I don't know the answer to that and I'm not physically but when I go onto the outer world mentally which would be social media i see other people existing in their creative energy you know what i mean so that can either leave you feeling inspired or uninspired and i have done that for inspiration but because i know how my mind works so i'm only realizing now that that might actually be ineffective because I don't know how to just observe something without creating an opinion about it. And let me tell you this. I don't remember who said this. I just know it might have been a very famous philosopher in the 19 or 1800s, whenever, right? So this person said, it's a quote that I read and that I always see and always hear, right? This person said the ultimate form, and I'm paraphrasing, the ultimate form of intelligence is being able to perceive, not perceive, observe something and not create an opinion or a conclusion about it, right? So I don't really know what that means. Does that mean I'm looking at a tree and visibly it's green, but I shouldn't, me being intelligent or me functioning in a heightened level or form of intelligence would be me not acknowledging that the tree is green you know that's not a con that is a conclusion but it's truth i don't know if it means that or if it means looking at a tree and saying this is green and not thinking about photosynthesis or all of the other processes that might inform the color of this tree you know i don't really know what that means and this isn't about intelligence at all I'm just saying, am I really being inspired if each time I watch a creative, I am observing and not enjoying their content and not basking in the creative energy that they are releasing and experiencing by themselves, you know? Because these people, they have become my favorite creatives, yes, but I almost can't say that because I don't know their personal stories. When you see someone on Instagram who likes making reels of photography, I don't know them. I've never heard them speak. I don't know who they are. They are one of my favorite creatives, yes, but there is no story that I can attach to you. Therefore, there is no conclusion I can make about your life or who you are or why you are this creative or why 
the exposure of your pictures are like this i can't form an opinion about you because i don't know you i just consume your content that has nothing to do with maybe not has nothing but we don't know who you are basically and for one that is the way that i would like to exist on social media there are people who exist on social media who exist in the forefront of social media if i can put it that way so they are always on lives they are always talking on social media they are always showing their faces they are always you just really know a lot about them because they're always telling you a lot about themselves versus someone who just creates reels and who just posts random things like plants um photography who just releases their music and you don't really know anything about their thoughts that's the way that i want to exist in social media or on social media i just want social media to be an extension of my creative energy and not an extension of myself as a human being i really don't know if that makes any sense so what i was saying is i watch these people and sometimes instead of feeling i'd feel inspired literally for just a second because i'm like oh this is so beautiful for me that's a reflection of their soul i'm like oh this is so beautiful this reflects who you are not in terms of your personality but this really reflects the core of who you are this this is soul food this is what your soul looks like and it's beautiful to witness it's an honor to witness you know after that i start observing i'm like oh okay she's using this type of camera she's use she she's filming this type of plant the exposure or the brightness of her pictures or videos are like this and i start analyzing everything about her creative process and that makes me analyze myself that makes me analyze myself and i do not like that because ultimately i want to get to a point where i can just be but again i'm 19 i have my whole life ahead of me and there's a whole process before you can get to just being you know if you look at people in society who are just being the only person i can mention is oprah and she is a grandmother okay it took her like 40 plus years to get to a point where she's just being literally and i'm 19 and i'm just trying to get to that point and it's like honey you've got a whole process before you get there so embrace the process which is what i am doing i am embracing the process as frustrating and confusing as it can be right and also i feel like in the society i focus on things that don't really matter to other people you know for other people it's like just make money do this do that and i'm out here worried about how what creativity looks like to lahagwe but ultimately i really wish not wish i really believe that god made us all wholesome beings and it is a part of our purpose to hone into and explore that wholeness so this is just me exploring my wholeness as an individual because god has indeed created me and all of us as not as he has created us holistic beings so it is if anything our duty to explore that wholeness so i've got a second question right and let me give context 
so many i don't know if it's a pressure i don't think people feel pressure it's an it's rather an influence because pressure is quite a negative word right influence influence it can be even in the most subtle way you know everybody guys everybody is becoming a musician everybody is becoming an influencer and those are two things that i don't care much for um yeah that was probably not nice to say but when new new musicians come up i'm not like oh oh my god oh my god your music is so good to me music is music i have my artists and i'm not looking for new artists do you get what i mean with influences i don't i don't understand the influencing culture and i don't i just don't get this whole influencing thing i i really don't so i care about people who do part content creators let me just call them content creators everybody is becoming a content creator right and that is something that i care about because so much of their content has helped me to grow period right but also i think with people who are content creators so some of my some of my favorite content creators have what i call a gift of communication so either you have a podcast or you have a youtube channel or you are a blogger that's included too you have a gift of communication right you know how to and i'm maybe i'm talking about a specific type of content creation i'm not talking about just creating random youtube videos i'm talking about people who switch the camera on and take us on a journey of their life be it mentally spiritually psychologically physically just people who let us walk with them as they are walking through life it might not not in a microscopic way not in a microscopic way but people who just share their thoughts share their ambitions share their dreams share their opinions people who just share a part of themselves that really most of us would rather not share because we know what type of world that we live in you know so those people have what i call a gift of communication it's not a talent it's a gift right so my question is why are we being influenced to monetize our gifts and our talents you know think about it think about it you can sing someone hears you singing another person another person and they're like oh you should pursue a singing career it's like just because i can sing does not mean i need to just because i've got a gift or talent of singing does not mean i need to monetize it if you can draw it's like oh and this is you you really enjoy your art that is your that is the most serene not serene that is where you feel the most peace when you are just you've got your paint brushes laid out and your paint and you've got your canvas and you've got this you know picture in your spirit that you are just trying to pour out onto this canvas and people are like 
that's a that's a that's a that's an area of your life that you are very protective of because it is extremely therapeutic you just value that part of yourself right and people are like oh you should sell your art you can really make money and now instead of it being something that you really enjoy it becomes something that you feel pressure to do all of a sudden you feel pressure of consistency oh i need to make a new painting every week so i can sell this and sell that and sell this and sell that and then you meet, not meet, you discover someone on the internet who's also selling their work. Then you start comparing yourself to them. Oh my God, they made five new drawings. They made five new this in one week. I only made one. That means I'm slacking. And you start pushing yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself until eventually you don't enjoy it anymore. Why is there an influence? I don't want to say pressure, but why is there an influence to capitalize on our gifts capitalize on our hobbies you know and some people can argue that you shouldn't do what you love as a job because it sucks the fun out of it like if you enjoy writing you should not be a writer because slowly but surely the pressure of producing good work as the writer deprives you of the process of building up your story right and I think many writers will tell you and I'm not speaking of I'm not speaking as Lehakwe as a writer because I haven't written by stories I mean people who've written books and huge bodies of work they'll tell you that in the beginning I just had a character and a story and along the writing process I've had to build up the story and that's a very enjoyable process for me right people who just write for fun now think about you your job being a writer for you to pay bills you have to be a very good writer think about how your process of think about how monetizing your gift and the pressure of being in the industry and the pressure of having to work and produce to to put bread on the table deprives you of the process of the fun and the process of building up the story the way you want it you know that isn't but also i think it's beautiful in this day and age that we see that you don't really need skills to be successful there are people who dropped out of school to go pursue their talents and they have made money and they have achieved their goals whatever that looks like for them but ultimately what i'm saying is seeing people monetize or seeing people strive to monetize their gifts talents hobbies has really it is inspiring not a chalk passing Ultimately, it is inspiring, but I sometimes wonder if these people don't feel burned out and don't feel like, man, I just wish it could just be me and my creative expression with no camera, with nobody to critique and criticize it without feeling the pressure of making it great enough or good enough for monetization that's basically what i'm saying
So let me put it plainly, right? I enjoy podcasting simply because I enjoy speaking and communicating and having just the moment to release my thoughts. It's no different than when I used to journal. The only difference is journaling isn't as enjoyable to me as it was then and this is my new form of journaling. Although it is public, it still feels private, right? Two, I would like to be on YouTube. Both have my podcast on YouTube and have the visuals as well and explore different parts of my creativity, right? Or explore different parts of myself in front of the camera through conversations and maybe vlogging, right? But vlogging wouldn't be uh, a day through my life or any of those vlogs. I, I have a picture of what I'd like it to be and I haven't really seen that, right? I, I see it on Instagram. I haven't seen it on YouTube, right? But let me tell you something, okay? People on YouTube are called what? YouTubers. I don't want to be called a YouTuber. People who release or create videos, okay, on TikTok, YouTube, what are they called? Content creators. I do not want to be called a YouTuber or a content creator. That's on period, on period, on period. I do not want to be called that. I don't want to be called that for some reason. I just... I recognize that to some people, that is a career. I am a... It's like, oh, what do you do? I'm a YouTuber. Oh, what do you do? I'm a content creator. You see people being recognized for their the creation, their content creation. You see people receiving awards. That's a career. Me being on YouTube, me showing my face on the YouTube streets doesn't make me a content... Doesn't make me a YouTuber. Maybe it does, but that's not a title that I want to have right and what i mean by this whole conversation is yes i eventually or not eventually i am going to pursue that but i don't want to start feeling like oh my god i haven't been consistent i need to release another video oh my god i haven't been because that's not what i'm trying to i understand i do understand mind you that growing your youtube with with podcasting it's a bit different because i feel that People who do podcasts already have a, let me, I don't want to call it a fan base because that sounds a bit, ugh. They already have, I don't want to call it followers either. They already have a fan base, right? They've got a fan base on TikTok, on YouTube, on, um, what's the other one? Instagram. So when they start podcasts, people already know who they are. I did it the other way around, merely because I don't want to be on the Instagram streets. I don't want to be on the YouTube streets. I don't want to be on the TikTok streets as of yet. And this is for my enjoyment. I have no goals of monetizing it or having 100k listens. Whatever happens, happens. I'm just having a good time expressing myself. That's it, right? So, so I never want to feel like Oh, what I was saying is I do recognize that it takes consistency to 
grow your channel or grow your Instagram page and grow your TikTok page and whatever. And people who have become successful in this, actually not the people I follow, but what I'm basically saying is there is a certain type of content that is not easily consumable, right? Humor is easily consumable. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy to create like Sima, for example. I'm not saying it's easy for her, but that's content that is easily consumable. Everybody wants to laugh, right? So it's easy to just follow because she entertains you, right? Versus somebody who creates mindfulness content. Not everybody is on a mindfulness self-development journey some people are just trying to really vibe out life and they're young like me they'll see that when they are 40 with kids that's the truth of it all so just recognizing the truth of the matter being that there are certain types of content that are easily consumable to viewers i'm not saying that i'm not saying that mindfulness content is not consumable i'm saying different types of content are easily consumable right like if you subscribe to pop culture by pop culture i mean look at tiktok tiktok is like the pop culture hub because look at the listen right tiktok is a part of pop culture because i include to me pop culture includes dancing and music right so people who are following the latest trends or participating in the latest trends that being either using certain sounds or participating in certain dances or you know sharing or recreating certain skits whatever the case may be that to me is pop culture right people who participate in those trends have tend to have more followers than people who do not participate in those trends i call those maybe let me not call them pop culture pop culture let me call them trends right so people who have mindfulness content who don't participate in those trends Yes, they have a different um they've got a different target market and they've got a different type of audience, but it takes them quite a while to accumulate followers and their primary goal isn't to get followers. They aren't like, "Oh, I'm trying to grow my page." They're just like, "This is what I want to do. I want to exist in this truth of mine and whoever wants to come along can come along whoever doesn't want to doesn't want to versus the other people who are just like oh i'm trying to grow my page i've been thinking of strategies of how to grow my page or how to grow my channel and yada 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 that's the truth of the matter and i never want to share myself and start feeling like my content isn't consumable and start finding quote unquote and start and and me starting to find strategies to quote unquote grow my channel or grow my page or find a way to minimize myself to make myself more consumable. I'm not insinuating that my content is hard to consume. Listen to me calling my podcast my my podcast content. But remember when I say content I'm not only talking about my podcast, I'm talking about the vision that I have for myself creatively. Remember creatively has nothing to do with drawing or singing or dancing or anything that is regularly known to be creative right so let me you know Heinz right Heinz channel hindsight he's a youtuber he is a producer and i guess that is visibly the most creative thing about him 
But when he is sipping his tea, when he is making his tea, when he is talking, there are so many things that are creative about him. It's the serenity and calmness of his voice. It's the exposure of his videos. It's the music that he he includes in his videos. It's the way I mentioned his voice. It's the way he looks, so the aesthetic of Heinz himself. It's his energy. It's the way he speaks. It's the way he communicates. There are so many aspects of him that made me label him one of the most creative people, one of the most creative creators. I don't want to call him a content creator. One of the most creative creators that I know. Not no, no, but do you get what I mean, right? He's got a huge following and he has been consistent with who he is. I don't know if he's been consistent with content, but he's been consistent with who he is in such a, with such a force and such a, a an acceptance of self that made so many people gravitate towards him. And I really, really like that. I really, really like that. So because of channels like his and because of people, creators like him, I know that it is possible, but that's in America. In South Africa, that's, yeah, that, that might not be the case. <laughs> that's the end of my diary session, y'all. That's the end of my diary session. I really hope that you take what I'm saying and observe society and witness the truth in what I'm saying. Also, our society, to our society, truth is very subjective. So there's my truth, there's your truth, there's her truth. There is no truth. And I can take that because society is no standard of, of living, right? It, society shouldn't create standards for anything, in fact. So I can really get that. But I, by truth, I really just mean truth. You know, some things are just really true. And yes, it's a matter of perspective, but I really wish that in everything that I've said, you can observe society and witness just 3% of truth. Everybody's experience is different. Everybody's point of reference and standpoint, vantage point is different. But truth is truth, child, you know? Anyway, thank you so much for listening to my diary session. We have reached the end of our conversation. I hope that this has evoked a thought process within yourself and caused you to dig a little deeper within yourself. Please do follow, subscribe on your respective platforms. Please share, leave a rating, leave a comment if your platform allows. Until next time, I wish you holistic health.